this podcast has no forward thinking. It's just a series of rabbit holes of chasing squirrels of trees. What in the Steven Seagal is going to happen to you? Welcome to Helium Couch Study. Seagulls! Thank you, Emma. Such a wonderful welcoming to the podcast. I'm telling you, man. I think that's how we should start every episode is just thank Emma for bringing us in. Because I, I, it's impossible after hearing that little voice to not just like be ready to start off. Well, the good news is she can at least listen to that part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's about it at this <laughs> that's point. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping... That they'll be able to listen to the radio show. <laughs> I think they. I think we'll be okay with that. Yeah, because it's in. You know, I've, I've talked to people about it, and it's not so much the the cussing. Yeah, is why they can't listen to it because their mom cusses like a sailor. Yeah, and you know, I don't. I don't cuss at all. So okay, uh, don't fucking look at me like that, Clint. Get fired on your day off, Craig. <laughs> He's a man of the Lord. He doesn't use such words. I'm a, I'm a retired man of the I Lord. I was going to say you. he used to be. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, but no, I, I, it's more the content. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think we talked about it the other oh, day. Oh, yeah, we have. How I just don't want them to hear about me wrapping their mom up like a pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, now that we've got that out of the way, yeah. why don't we let the people know <laughs> yeah, we're, who is graciously joining us in the studio today. We are super excited. Uh, we've been we've been trying to get this in the works for a little bit, and you know, lucky enough, we got them back in, people. Y'all give it up. Hey, this time you actually get to put a face with the voice because last time we didn't have video. Correct. So you get to see the big man himself, the enforcer Havoc. Y'all give it up for Havoc. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Doing all right. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, man, we were doing Thank good. You. How are Thank you doing? You. Glad to be back. I'm doing fine. I'm a little bit sore, but I'm okay. I'm yeah, fine. you just had a match last night, right? Yeah, I had a match last night out in um, Pecan Some- Gap, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Small town. I'm like, oh my god. Well, like 27 like- people. <laughs> You would think it would be 27 people, but yeah. Jesus, we had a standing room only crowd last night. Nice. Wow. Congratulations. Freaking awesome. Yeah. And I just want to, I, I just want to thank the people to come out and, you know, yeah, of course. help and, you know, everything like that. And uh, it, it was, it was really fun. Awesome. So, awesome. I'm not going to lie. Uh, did you win your match? Yes, I did. Awesome. I so. Awesome. Yeah. So you did a tag team last night, right? I did a tag team. It was uh, Men Jacks against um, some Italian guys, CBC. I don't know, but beat that ass though, didn't you? I put a foot off in him. Nice. <laughs> Talking about, I don't need to know your names. No, I'm gonna whoop that <laughs> exactly. ass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, it was the first victims of um, HTPW. You know, so yeah. yeah. So is this a new promotion or? It's a new promotion. Okay. Um, they they're out of. Paris, Texas, you know, uh, I think this here was their first, um, I think it was their, it was their first show. Mm-hmm. So they asked me about coming out. I guess they see me on Facebook and YouTube and all that, uh, all, all, all of those social media, you know, mm-hmm. and um, they called me and asked me about coming out and working and I was like, hey, not a problem. You know, yeah. I'll be out there, you know, if I'm booked, I'm, I'm there. So, yeah. So I... Remind the people, how long have you been in the business? Um, what's today, the fifth? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so in two days, I'll be in this business for 20 
years. Damn, give it up hey, for him. Yeah, nice. give, give him another one. Congratulations, yeah. man. That's awesome. 20 years, I was like, oh, my God. When when I look back at it, I'm like, man, 20 years flew by. Yeah, I mean, and because when you think about it, there's not really a, a whole, whole lot of people that can survive the kind of stuff you go through on a regular basis in this industry. No, um, I, I've met guys. Um, they, the longest they're, they've been in this business is about 10 years, maybe. You know? Yeah. And they're, they'll get out. But that's probably because they do like all the stupid stuff. Yeah. All the extra stupid <laughs> jumping the extra off this stupid crap, stuff, you know, and I'm just like, mm, I think I'm going to pass on that. So I just, Gradually had another ten years in me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, so that's just how so they do. They do all the stuff that I would do. You know, jumping yeah. off thirty foot tall ladders and yeah, stuff thumb like tacks. that. Yeah, thumbtacks and yeah. My body's like no. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's just no. like don't do it, bro. <laughs> that, don't that, do there's it. That, there's that little voice in the back of the head saying, "Give the people what they want," but you know, you need to walk out. Yeah, the way you came in. Yeah, one piece. That's always preferable. Well, see, like what I noticed because we've had the opportunity to see you wrestle a couple times since the last time you were on. Okay. And and like what what's awesome about like your style of wrestler is like you don't have to do all that. Uh, You're you're a big you're a taller guy. Mm -hmm. You're like you're like an Undertaker type. Yeah. You're tall and big, but you're agile. Like you can do the flips and and off the top ropes and you know which a lot of big guys can't. Mm But you can, so it's like you can do stuff to make it entertaining that other wrestlers have to do the thumbtacks and the chairs right. and the triple tables. Yeah, and, and with that being said, it's like all a mindset mm-hmm. with uh, with these guys, these new guys that's coming in, you know, they're like, well, I need to jump off of a 30-foot ladder or I need to do the thumbtacks or I need to, you know, like rake glass across my face. Yeah. You, know? you, don't, you don't have to do that. It's not a mentality that, that, um, that they're not – uh, let's see. I, I can't really explain it, but yeah. it's more of a. Um, it's like they have to go big guy. to make their name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like an old school guy, he was like, I would talk to him, and they would sit down and talk to me, and they would tell me I don't need to do that. Tell me the do's and the don'ts of the business, you know. And that's what I'm doing now with these kids. Yeah. Nowadays, I try to tell them the do's, the 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 do's and the don'ts. But most of them, they just don't listen. It goes out of one, it goes in one ear out the other. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, cool, go out and do your thing. You know, <laughs> and when I'll be, you, I'll be here another five years while you're here yeah. for another year. Yeah, <laughs> and when you, you know, when you break yourself, don't come crying to me. I told you what you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Yeah. Talking about enjoy that torn ACL in six months. I'm still going <laughs> right? to be throwing bows. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, so with the new promotion, are are they having you? Are you going to be a hill or a face? Last night I came out and they booed me out of the building. Really? Wow. That's what you want though, right? Because you prefer being a hill. Yeah, I prefer being a hill and everything, you know. And I'm like, they they haven't seen me. Like, this is my first time at this promotion, and they're already booing you. And they booed me like soon as I, soon as my music hit. They didn't see me. I I made them wait. And as soon as I walked out, I got booed out of the building. And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> and, now, then, you and then you would have us in the corner. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for the people at home, what y'all don't realize is, so in the last promotion you worked in, uh, he was a heel. 
until we went to his first match and we got the whole crowd cheering for him and he then become a face. Yeah. yeah. So we apologize for that. <laughs> it's, it's okay. We were I just mean, trying can, to support our boy. I, I understand that, you know, and it's, it's under, it's understandable and I was, I can go either way. So yeah, I was thinking if, if we cheered for you and everybody else was booing you, mm-hmm. we could get some like crowd fights going on. Like I could just start throwing bows on people out in the crowd. Then we'll just, then we would have taken Jackson and used him. Yeah. Throwing him at people. <laughs> So anyway, he was pretty mad uh, that I didn't make the two-hour drive uh-huh. uh, last night to take him to go see you wrestle. Man, I didn't want to make that two-hour drive. <laughs> last night. I know. As soon as I saw you post about it, I like I I went into my maps and I was like, all right, how far is yeah. it? You know, mm-hmm. and I was like two hours, and I I will do it. Mm-hmm. But we had basketball games all day yesterday, and I was like, I really am not two hours there, and it's not the two hours there because. There is never a problem. It's always the the two, two hours, hours back home. Yeah, at yeah. nine p.m. is is what gets yeah. you. Yeah, because I didn't make it home until about uh, one thirty this morning. Yeah, you know? so I I made it home at one thirty, and then I had to go to go to work or whatever at like about twelve. Damn. And then I came back home uh, after I got off and you know showered and everything, and I came here. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you but been- um, Saturday. I went to work, got off at 12, um, left from work straight, going straight up to Pecan Gap, you know, and I had to wrestle and everything. And then, so I had a, I've had a long week in. You had, so let me, uh, have you worked with any of the wrestlers that you're working with in this promotion? Yeah, I've, I've worked with a couple of the guys, um, at the last promotion, um, that, that I worked for, um, a lot of those guys, they was there, you know, and. A lot of stuff came up, and yeah. we was just like, you know what? We're not even going to address that issue. Yeah. You know, so. No, and and without going into it, thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, greatly appreciated, sir. Yeah. yeah. Not a problem. Yeah, for the heads no. up on that. Uh, So you, you've got a bunch of guys that, that went with you over in this. Are, are you exclusive with this promotion now? Or you... I, I'm not exclusive with any promotion, you know. But Hell yeah. If I wrestle where I want, when I want. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I'm not contracted under oh, yeah. any uh, federation, you know. So I'm an independent contractor. So if anybody calls me and wants me to come work for them, you know, I'm there. See, I've always wondered that uh, with like the indie scene. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of promotions do contracts, or is it just kind of like, hey, if you want to wrestle this month, we're good with it? Or um, there, there's a lot of indie. Um, promotion, re- promotional wrestling that, uh, hey, they'll, they'll contact you and ask you if you want to come and work and you can say yes or no, yeah. you know, but a lot of them don't, they don't have any contracts for, um, for their wrestlers. Yeah. There's some out there that will try to contract you and I would pretty much not advise to do that Yeah, because they'll, they'll have you with them and you won't be able to go and work somewhere else. Yeah. So if you want to get your name out and you want to do your thing, just be an independent contractor and work everywhere you want to, anywhere you want to work. So that's how that goes. Okay. <clears throat> because I can't talk about this with, with this asshole over here. The Royal Rumble, did that go down the way you thought it was going to? Actually, I kind of knew how that was going to go down because I've, I've been a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Know, and I've been – I'm. You can it, usually tell the tales. Yeah, any, yeah. anything that that WWE does, 
AEW does, I can call it already. I can see how it goes. I guess I got a third eye for wrestling. Yeah. And I can see how they have the whole storyline or the whole niche and everything, how it all goes. And I'm like, I called it. See, I figured Sammy would turn, uh-huh. but I did not see Jay turning. Well, um, like I, it didn't surprise me, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I thought he would he would stick with the bloodline. But I didn't see him quitting. Yeah, like that that threw me for a loop. But I knew Cody was going to win. Oh yeah, for sure. They they made that too obvious <laughs> that he was going to win that. Uh, all right. So, do you think the the Roman Reigns era is almost over? Is it's possible? Yeah, because um, I know he went part time. He, he did, and I'm. I, I read. I have. I have things uh, sent to me all the time. I have wrestling news feeds. I have um, people that's. I don't want to say like behind the scenes or anything like that. There, but like, just people that they they send me stuff, and I'm just like, okay, well, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Well, I don't tell it. I don't tell everybody. I just know how it's gonna go down and. I'm a big wrestling fan first, so. I know. I just had to break it to Jackson because uh, he's had, you know, Jackson loves wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, I I honestly think he loves wrestling more than I do, and I've loved wrestling my whole life. Yeah. You know, but uh, a lot of his friends at school, they don't really make fun of him, but they, they've they been telling him, oh, wrestling's fake. Wrestling's fake. <laughs> so he come to me, and he was like, Dad, that wrestling. Old F word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was like, it's fake. And see, I didn't want him under the assumption it's fake. I told him, I said, son, you have to realize these guys are playing characters. Mm-hmm. I was like, but let me hit you in the back with a steel chair and you tell me how fake that is. Right. You know, uh, and I believe we talked about that last time, but like I had to break it to him like, no, Roman Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens really don't hate each other. Like backstage they're <laughs> hugging and, and yeah. saying, hey, good match, man. And, you know, and like uh, he was talking about all the guys you fought. And I was like, Havoc doesn't really hate those guys behind the scenes. Hey, well, hey, I know. Hey, 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 yeah. Hey, there, there was a couple. Guys, I, <laughs> I do. I don't like some of those guys, but hey, you know. Yeah, it is what but it is. like, even even if you don't like the person, like, yeah. there's still a mutual respect unless they overstep their bounds. Exactly. Like uh, last wrestling match, where a guy got out of pocket without going into detail. He got out of pocket with you. Very much so. And he. I've never seen a man back down <laughs> quicker in my life <laughs> than when Havoc stepped outside. He was like, oh, fuck, I got to get in the truck. And see, now, see, that there's the difference between Havoc in the ring and Havoc outside. Havoc in the ring is, is a, just a little bit toned down from the guy that's outside of the yeah. ring. I mean, he's so, not, it's not all the way t- turned down, but he's just a little bit toned. Yeah. So would you say that uh, is there a vast difference between Havoc and Carl Hester? Not really. No. Same person through and through, just a little toned down. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed Carl Hester, because I'm assuming in that situation, you went from Havoc to Carl Hester because then he was messing with your personal life. Yes, very much so. And Carl Hester will fuck somebody up for (laughs) for people in his life. Like for sure. I was like... I was like, I don't think he's gonna need the help, but I'm here if you do. <laughs> but like, if them other Goonies jump in, like I'm throwing some hands. Oh yeah, me too. You know, uh, but yeah, because see, my thing is like, I have I have two different personas. Uh-huh. Okay, I have Andrew, who is everyday father, everyday husband, everyday worker. Okay, uh, and then I have 
when I get intoxicated, uh-huh. I have Andy who comes out and he's ready to to take his shorts off and be in his underwear. Yeah, you know, because it's the most comfortable thing. And if oh, you're gonna yeah. drink and get drunk, you know, you're about to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Right. So you might as well be comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. Thank you. Yeah. Right. It makes fucking sense. <laughs> but uh, so I have like that. They're they're vastly different. Like Andrew does his taxes on time. <laughs> you know, he, he goes to basketball practice. Andy is ready to do a keg stand at 270 pounds, uh-huh. you know, but I was just wondering if there was like a vast difference between. See, see, I, I was just watching um, uh, A&E biography uh, with Undertaker, uh, matter of fact, uh, just earlier. And in his in his earlier days, mm-hmm. uh, people people asked him, you know, he, it was like, he, he said that the Undertaker and Mark Calloway there's not a big difference. There's not a vast difference. He he was always the Undertaker. Yeah. You know? And that that's kind of me. I'm always havoc. Just tone down just a little. Yeah. You know. So Carl Husser has to pay bills. Exactly. Havoc just has to fuck people up. Beat people down. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Beat their little asses. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm gonna make him a shirt just says Havoc fucks people up. <laughs> like <laughs> the Havoc beat down. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man. So uh so everything with, with Havoc is transferred over to this new promotion, right? The the finisher, everything, right? Yes, very yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Havoc is has transferred over to uh HPTW, so that we're gonna see where that goes and how that how that is. Yeah, I mean why not? Uh I was just wondering because I didn't know if like you were going to use that opportunity to maybe try and reinvent yourself or anything. But fuck, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah. No, I it haven't it haven't been broke in about twenty years, so I'm not going to fix it. You know. Oh yeah. When they're going to put a title on you? That's well, what I need to well, know. Well, uh, last night was my first my first was my debut there. Yeah. So I was told that they're going to be bringing in titles and all oh, yeah. that uh, things of that nature, and I'm not looking for a title. I mean. A title doesn't make the man. The man makes the title. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. And when when that happens, then we'll just see what happens. Yeah, when they do put a title on me. Hell yeah! I mean, it, it'll be sooner than later. It's got to. It's got to happen. It. Uh, I'm sure it will happen. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't work. I was trying to use my use it as an armrest. I was I, like, yeah, nope. I'll just have to remember. Because when when you do fight for the title, I'll make the three hour drive oh, no yeah. problem. Like, oh, we'll, we'll I'll be clear there. my whole fucking schedule well, for it. I'll have to make that three hour drive also. Exactly, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, we're just we're excited to have you back. Uh, yeah, I know I'm, we covered I'm glad to be back. You know, so yeah, we I know we covered a lot of stuff about wrestling in the last episode. So I I don't want to make the whole episode about. I have one more question yeah, about wrestling. Let's ask all of it, or at least. Maybe one, maybe seven. I hey, don't know I'm, yet. Hey, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything about wrestling. Yeah. So in that. your in your 20 year career, as far as wrestling goes, what? How would you say that you have evolved within that 20 years of wrestling? As far um, as moves, your musics, uh, finishers, things like that. If if you look at it, when I first started out, I was greener than grass, man. Yeah, you know, I, I was I did not know a wrist well, I didn't know a wrist lock from a wristwatch. Okay, you know? and um, I like that. Say that five times fast. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> but over over the over the twenty years, um, I, I've sat and I've listened to the older generation. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I'm I'm the type of guy when they sit down, they they preach, you yeah, know, and I will listen to everything they have to say to bring it to to absorb everything, you okay, know? and um, pretty much like with the with the music, I think I started out with thuggish rugged bones when when I first started out, and I was like, you know what, I don't like that, yeah, I have I have my thing is that. I have a persona, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess people see, you know, a black guy and, yeah. and rap music. I'm like, I don't want to do rap music. Yeah. You know, that that's not me. That's that's not that's not my style. You know, and then um I went to um um Come Down by Bush. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I went to that. Hell yeah. Know, um for another promotion. I was like, okay, I like that. I'm I'm, I'm shout a, out nineties, bitch. <laughs> right. I'm I'm a rock guy, you know. I, I like yeah. rock and everything, you know. Oh yeah. So um and then yeah. I went from from Come Down by Bush and then I went to um to the song that I have now and that's um Shine Down by Out, Outcast, mm-hmm. you know. And Y'all, y'all, y'all yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Oh, after after Jackson learned that it's your your entrance music, uh-huh. it's on his. Uh, he has a playlist that he listens to. He has the wireless headphones. Okay. He listens to while he warms up on um, basketball, mm-hmm. and that's on his playlist now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, the kid's your biggest fan. Yeah. yeah. Like, like no is, doubt, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And um, then like with the finishers and everything, mm-hmm. uh, when I when I first started, you know, I was doing you know. Uh, a power bomb. I was doing yeah. power bomb. You know, Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. and everybody was doing power bombs. You know, all the big guys and the big promotions that was doing power bombs. Like, I really don't want to do that. You know. Yeah. And then I was sitting on the couch one day watching like SmackDown, what, two thousand three around mm-hmm. somewhere, two thousand four, and um, I seen one move, and I was like, you know what, I like that move. I think I'm going to try that move on the next time I go and practice, you know? Mm-hmm. And I did it, and people was like, oh, my God, I love that move. I've never seen that move. Where'd you learn it from? And I had told him where I learned it from, and uh, the guy that did it, he's passed away now. Yeah. Know? And it was Sean O'Hara, mm-hmm. if, if y'all know Sean O'Hara. Mm-hmm. He, I, I was a big fan of Sean O'Hara. You know? Yeah. Big guy. He could do all the moves, and I, you know, top rope swan downs and – all that type of stuff, you know? So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do that. And I did it at a training session. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to keep that. Okay. So. Talking about it's going to work. Yeah. And matter of fact, I used it last night. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to win the match. And everybody was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I've never seen that. And I was like, only God it does it. So Hell Yeah. In the whole damn business, and and see, and that's also another thing you want to you know you want to distinguish yourself enough, yeah, from the other wrestlers within within each promotion that you go to, and or you know if you say the big ones or whatever, mm-hmm. you want to be able to distinguish yourself, right? You don't want to do everything that everybody else is doing, you know. Like you said, all the big guys are when you first started were really doing into power bombs right. and all of this, yeah. you know. Not and after slams, and yeah, that, but you know, and. You just want to be able to distinguish yourself, and I think that's I think that's cool. Um, have you ever thought about using Cotton Eye Joe as an entrance song? No, I have not. Damn. Listen, <laughs> and I, I was going to say, because the last time we had you on, I told you if, if I had ring entrance music, it would be Your Body is a Wonderland by John Mayer. Okay. I've yep. since changed that. All right. I don't want to use that now. I want to use uh, 
You got to know when to hold them. Hey, know when to fold them. Because I'm about to fold no these motherfuckers. <laughs> mine's no going to be Waterfalls by TLC. <laughs> That was good. That was good. Fuck you. That was almost. Listen, I got to say, I've never seen somebody feel so uncomfortable than he was when I said my my interest music was going to be Your Body is a Wonderland. I know. He's just like, whoa. (laughs) He was like, what? (sighs) And, and, you know, I got to commend you because last time we had you on, like, you put so much faith in us. Like, you were coming over to a random guy's house with two fucking you, strangers. You know, with, with that being said. Not um, like he was scared, I'm sure. You were referred no, to no, me. No, like, I, I was I, was I mean, li- there's I that was little bit. Anxiety, I, I, yeah. Anxiety, exactly. You know, scared, no. Anxiety, yeah. yeah I'm going to fuck these two up. Because, <laughs> because of Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, I'm like these these guys are about to fucking Jeffrey Dahmer me, you know, oh, and I'm just like I got too much oh. trust in people. Oh That's my awesome. god, I did not see that one coming. No, holy no. fuck. Oh, wow. if anybody would, it'd be Marshall. Yeah, for real, hundred percent. Oh man, no, bullshit. Away he called my secrets. He called it. If anybody was gonna Jeffrey Dahmer somebody, it would be you. Why is it always me that's got to be the serial killer, rapist, murder okay. guy? Because I, I believe don't, when, listen. when I first walked out, I think I met you first. No, it was Andy no, first. It was, it was me because okay. I made sure to be the one to greet you because I was the one you had been talking to. Okay. I didn't, right. I and I made sure because when, when you texted me you were here, Marshall was like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, I'll go get him. All right. Oh, so you just don't want me to meet people now. Well, well it, fuck you then. It was not that. It was the fact that he was a stranger. I knew, I knew coming in, like, no. it's an uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the downfall of, like... We love the fact that our studio's here. Right. Because we're not worried about landlords. We're not worried about like things that we can or cannot do to our studio. Right. But the downfall is is bringing guests in. It's hard to get them to be like, hey, we need you to come to this house. Uh-huh. You know, because when you hear a house, you start thinking shit yeah, like, like Jeffrey they, Dahmer. They got, a, they got a basement and everything. About to chop <laughs> no, me I don't. I've explained this a hundred times. I don't have a basement. I just have a crawl space. See? Yeah. Okay. Okay, with that being said, <laughs> just based off all the information you've collected from us over the last few months, who do you think would be the more person to be the... He looks... I don't even got to finish the question. <laughs> he looks straight over at your ass. I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying you're more... You look more Dahmerous than I do. It's, it's the teeth, isn't it? No, it's the whole fucking... <laughs> it's the missing hairline that you refuse to just do something with. I'm going to do something with it. I, just, I, I get it. it. It would definitely be him. Well, there's a first time uh, for everything. I freaked no. out. I freaked out a six foot tall, humongous man. So you didn't freak him out. Cause he would fuck you up in one punch. <laughs> let's, let's well, call no, it what it is. No, I would die immediately. I'm sure Believe me, but, if I walked but, around built like this motherfucker, I'd be walking around, not scared of a, a mother, Michael Myers, who? I'll fucking Michael Myers up. If I'm, what are you, 6'6? Six, six? Yes. I Boy, I fucking nailed it. Fucking, if say, I was six, Stand up next to Andy so 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 the, the peoples can see how tall you really are. Okay. Because keep in mind, I'm 5'10 and a half. That is a mountain of a man. Yeah. 
That's like that's like Mount Everest sitting standing. Oh in no! Your room. I'll show I'll show you pictures after the show. Him standing next to Jackson. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. Jackson. What What's funny is Jackson was standing on the side of the ring and still wasn't even close. No, he <laughs> had you by like two inches, like yeah. barely anything. But okay. No, I just I want to commend you, man, because you know not a lot of people would be like, oh yeah, I'll go. You know, yeah, I mean. Hell, I, I I grew up in Southeast Dallas, so oh in fuck, the 80s, he ain't so, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> he ain't worried. But no, I'm I'm very thankful you did though, because I mean you're part of the Bohemian family now, brother. Like we were there. There's only a few people that I'm like after we've interviewed them, I'm like I want to bring them back. Mm-hmm. And like soon as you got done and you left, I told Marshall, I said we got to get him back because you're All just right. you're interesting fucking person and i think it's half of it's because it's my love for wrestling okay i don't get to talk with it about everybody because not everybody likes wrestling right especially like grown-ups you yeah. know They're like oh it's, it's fake or it's stupid and i'm like no it's fucking entertaining is what it is it's entertaining and interesting and once you get behind the scenes of it you know so if you can like especially like wwe right mm-hmm. like that's more the entertainment fair like the indie scene i feel is is more the sports side because y'all are Y'all are out there fucking, I mean, balls to the wall every night for not millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Let, let's call it what it is. I mean, these yeah. guys, they still put their bodies on the line. I'll give it to them. I mean, fucking Cody Rhodes wrestled with a torn fucking peck. Like, uh-huh. you got you to gotta commend a guy yeah. for that shit. Because I'd have been I'd been belly aching, like, no, nah, fuck y'all. Like, no, yeah, you I'd see have, this shit? I'd no. Have been, I'd have been crying. So, I, I've, I've wrestled injured myself and with, with some, with some, injuries or whatever it's been hey you need to take about four to six weeks off you know and i'm like well i can't do that because i have another show next week so i just tape myself up bandage myself up and put my knee pads on and i'm out you know doing the thing again yeah the very next week so i mean it's it's a little bit of money but that money pays the bills also yeah you know oh yeah you gotta do what you gotta do Pays for them uh, cruises. Man, you go on some cruises now. Damn. <laughs> it's like every time I turn around, you got another one planned. You ready to go. Well, March 4th, I'm I'm out and I'm going on another cruise. And I will be in Cozumel and Progreso. Okay. See, uh, the cruise. So you I'm- mean you won't be available for another interview that week then, right? <laughs> Damn, we're going to get you here you on the 4th. You won't be able to see me. <laughs> 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 nice. scene on your ass. <laughs> Let me ask you, all the cruises you've gone through, yeah. what's your favorite destination? I think my favorite destination was Key West. Key, Key West. West was, that That was back in September. Uh, me, me, and my, me and my old lady, me and my wife, whatever you want to call her. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, we went to the Bahamas, um, you know, just for vacation to get away because I think I was doing like all these shows. And I think uh, for this other promotion or whatever, I think that's like when a bunch of stuff went down. So I was like, man, I need, I need to get away from, I need to get away from everything for a while. And it was an eight day cruise, and we went to um, Key West. We went to um, Half Moon K and the Bahamas. So I was just like, I love Key West. Yeah, and uh, I was good with that. You ever been to Belize? I haven't been to Belize, but. I'm going to Jamaica in October for my birthday. Okay. Nice, nice. I had a I had a friend that went on a cruise to Jamaica, and he said, "Man, it's not all the hype." And I'm like, "How can it not be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking Jamaica." I but, I want to go visit Tahiti. 
That's what's up. That's I don't I even like know where go. fucking Tahiti is. Yeah, I, I got no no idea either, but I've seen videos and pictures of it, and it looks amazing, so I'm going to go see it. I can tell you right now, Belize, it's fucking the port you go to uh-huh. is fucking dirty. Yeah. Like, it, it's not, like, I enjoyed it because I went for, like, with a specific goal in mind. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to go buy fake Oakleys. Okay. Like I wanted, I I come back with like eight pair because mm-hmm. they were like ten dollars a piece, and you can't like my fake Oakleys next to my real Oakleys, you can't tell the difference. Okay. But other than that, man, it's like Belize was the most fun I ever had, though. Like with how dirty it was, uh-huh. like the excursions were fucking off off the chain, dude. Okay. Like I got so drunk, I pissed myself. <laughs> like I I wish that was a made up story, but that is. True fact. Oh, yeah. But uh, Cozumel, that's always a good spot to yeah, go to. Yeah, it is. I've, I've been there numerous times, and I, I like it. You know, every time I go there, I do a different um, excursion every time. So Yeah. but Or, See, or usually I just do stuff on my own. Yeah. Know, so. Man, this motherfucker. It, it, I wish I could, like, go. I have the kids, you know, and they're fucking, they're a handful anyways. <laughs> but I would love to be able just to pack up. I'm like, you know what? We're going to go on a cruise in March. How about that? And fucking right now, I'm so fucking strapped. Uh, we're we're go we're taking the kids to Disney in June. Strapped? You just bought a bait, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Question me. I'm strapped. I'm I'm surprised. You strapped because you bought that base. <laughs> well, no, because I, I financed it, so I'm not I'm not paying all of it at once. Thank you. Okay. Uh, but no, we're we're taking the kids to Disney in June. So mom's okay. like. She's like, we're Penny not pinching like crazy right yeah. now. So, uh, man. So what's been going on? You know, last time you were here, we, we talked to, to Havoc. And I want to know more about Carl Hester now. Okay. You know, we, we got the backstory last time, you know, where you were raised. You know, uh, I just want to know, like, what does Carl Hester do in his free time? Other than cruise, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than cruises. Carl Hester in his free time, uh I, I try to I try to hit the gym. I try to you know I I try to um, watch the newest movies or whatever that's out and everything. You know I, I just relax and chill. And um, sometimes I really don't have some downtime. Yeah. Um, I just bought a PS Five. You know, Hell yeah! So. Nice. There you go. Nice. Yeah. There you go. And I think I played. I've been on that for. I think I was on that for like maybe two days or whatever. Then I'm like back to doing this, that, and the other, you know, and I got a, I got a lot of things going on. So, but um, my free time is it's fine, you know, but sometimes I really don't have a lot of free time. Few and far between. Yeah. I, you know what? There's not a statement out there that I don't feel more. Oh, I know. Yeah. Tell them I, my days are so packed. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause now I have both kids in sports. Okay. You know, uh, before it was just him and she did cheerleading. So the fall was cheerleading and then I only had to worry about one kid. Mm -hmm. Well now she's playing uh, basketball. And so like, it's like practice here, practice there. Like they have a tournament next week. Me and my wife are supposed to go out of town next weekend. Okay. Uh, I say out of town. We're going to fucking Glen Rose. My oh. <laughs> don't laugh, motherfucker. My in laws got us hey, a weekend at I, a bed and breakfast in Glen Rose. Shut up. I mean, Which, technically, it is out of town. Technically, it is, yeah. motherfucker. It's not even in the same county. So, I mean, kiss it my ass. Doesn't matter. As soon as you get past, you know, the city limit sign in any direction, you're out of town. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, 
So we're supposed to go to Glen Rose next weekend uh, for a bed and break. Don't leave me like that. I will be back in time to record next week, even early. We check out Sunday. I'll be here. Don't worry. I can I'll see that in your eyes. Like, why did he not mention this? What are we why doing? did you not put it on the calendar, Andrew? Because we didn't have the calendar when I figured it out. Man, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Why are y'all attacking me tonight? I need a safe face. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I protected you today against him, okay? How? In the group chat by telling him not to talk that way to you. Don't talk that way to my brother. What fucking way did you talk to me? I guess did, I didn't see that shit. See that? Told you to I shut guess. your mouth. Oh fuck you, Will Brent. Ferrell from what? <laughs> no, it, was, it was it was Will it was uh it was Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell from, from Anchorman uh, said, "Watch your mouth." Was it Anchorman? I thought that was the cop one with him and Wal- Mark Wahlberg. I'm uh, pretty sure. I don't think that was Anchorman. I think it was the the other guys. The other guys. Oh yeah, it was it was the other guys. And then yeah. and Dumbass. then I popped in with I don't talk to my don't, <laughs> don't talk that way to my brother. To my brother like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, was like, right. I got you. I feel like yeah. But no. Uh, so next week we're we're at a bed and breakfast in Glenrose, but we have to come back to Rio Vista uh-huh. for a basketball tournament. Okay. <laughs> so it's like I can't even enjoy my time off. Yeah. With time off, like. Well, that's like me, even though I don't have, you know, Maddie's not in sports or anything, but she's in band. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow night, she's got a, a, a recital. They're doing a recital tomorrow night. She does horse riding lessons on Sundays, you know. Skip it. So, you know, we're doing all this stuff. So, no, no. I Fuck will it. I will be there always to support my child. Fuck anything that she does. Head. She don't appreciate nobody. Neither do your kids. Hey, you're right. All right. But no, nah, man. Uh so I, I, I feel the whole night not getting so much time off. And yeah. uh, so with that being said, then does like now that you're with a new promotion and you're you're back to wrestling and I'm, I'm assuming until something changes, you'll be a pretty regular wrestler in their promotion. Yeah, I'll um, I'll be a pretty regular um, wrestler there. Um, like I, I agreed to the fourth, which was yesterday. I agreed to that to that show. And then I start scrolling, you know, on social media, and I I see I'm on two more flyers, and I'm like, I didn't agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Oops. I'm like, well, um, I guess if they're going to book me, I guess I got to be there. You know, I, I'm that type of guy, if you book me, I'm there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'll, I'll try to be there as soon as I can, you know, but they're like, hey, you know, y'all got to be here by two. I was like, not happening. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'll be there an hour before my match. That's about yeah. as good as it get. Well, I don't. I don't superstar everybody. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've been doing it for twenty years. I still don't superstar. You know, I get there about early enough for everything, so I can see what see how everything's going down, all that and things. But um, being there an hour or two hours before, I don't really do that. You know, I'm, I'm there about three hours, maybe four at the latest. Yeah, to get everything situated. Okay. So on a on a day of an event or a match that you have, what is kind of your routine that you go through to kind of get warmed up and or hyped up for your match that evening? Well, or uh, that afternoon. Usually, usually it's on usually it's on Saturdays, right? So um, I go to work, yeah, you know, and make make my money. And my boss, he's a real hard ass. He's a hard ass, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, he's like, man, I I can't give you off, you know. At twelve, you you can't be off at twelve. Like, dude, look here, I got I gotta go. You yeah, know? I was like, I'll I'll do everything that I need to do, and then twelve o'clock, I I gotta split. He's like, well, okay. I'm like, all right, well, cool. Twelve o'clock comes, I either um, come back home or whatever and pick up my wife, or I'll just leave straight from work and go 
um, to wherever it's wherever the place is at. Uh-huh. And um, I'm listening to music, you know, like some rock music or yep. some Pantera or oh, yeah. Nickelback. Hey, don't hey, no. fuck Nickelback. They're uh, actually they have a I think it I think they're they have a concert at the uh, Verizon Theater. Okay, wow. This year, at some point, there. we yep. support Nickelback on this on this podcast. Oh yeah, like they support there Nickelback. Um, I, I listen to uh, some Michael Jackson or something, anything that that's got an upbeat tempo because I'm I know I'm gonna be up for another at least ten hours. Yeah, you know? yeah, something to keep me up. And um, I get there, I put on my I put in my headphones, whatever. I get changed, I get dressed, and then I go to the ring and. Um, before everybody gets in, I get in, I run the ropes, see how it feels, and mm-hmm. uh, take bumps, see how the mat is and everything, you know. So that's like my routine to okay. get it to get started, and then I go back to the back, sit in the corner with my earbuds in, and I'm still like listening to music and excuse me, um, but no, I, I listen to music and just make sure that I'm hyped for the just get ready, yeah, yeah. okay. Oh yeah. Or like maybe like thirty minutes before, I'll put my ring entrance on and I'm listening to that for the next thirty minutes. Like listen to that and going through a match and everything, you know. Okay. In my in my head. So. Kinda kinda how you're gonna handle the, yeah. the opponent and everything. Put a beat down on somebody. That works. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck them up. <laughs> uh so does does your uh daily regiment change from when you're wrestling to like the last few months you've had off? Well, the the last few months that I've had off, I, I've I've never done anything over the holidays. I I don't like doing anything over the holidays because I have my daughters, you yeah. know, and uh, they live up in North Dakota, you know. So when I have them, I don't really want to do any any wrestling or anything. I want to spend time with them. Yeah, you make the most of that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, but over over the holidays between November and January first, I don't really do anything, you know. So. But um, after that, then, you know, I go back to doing wrestling and everything. So, as soon as they leave, then I'll put all my time and energy back into wrestling, you know. So, But until then, I have my daughters, and I hang out with them. Okay. So, uh, like, with your daily regimen, does, does like, your, your diets or your workout regimens change when you're wrestling versus when you're just – Sometimes they do. Sometimes okay. I'll fast for for a whole week, like oh. um, from Monday to Saturday. God, because, um, like maybe I, you I'll... should check that out, Andrew. Hey, fuck you, <laughs> asshole! <laughs> Don't fucking condone that. Do it, Clint. Do it now. Thank you. Don't condone that. Uh, I'm the one that got you this gig. You get that right? He didn't want to hire you. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> You know what? Both my legs work right. Oh Touche. You cripple bitch. <laughs> but, but I yeah, shouldn't make fun of that. I'm sorry. I shouldn't uh, make fun of that. He was in a motorcycle accident a few years back, uh-huh. and it fucked his ankle up real bad. So like now he's got a gimp. And oh, so you're yeah. Von Eric. Yeah. yeah. Well, he looks more kind of like uh like little Timmy off like screws. Like, please, Mister, can you spare some change? I, I don't have enough muscles to be Von Eric. Yeah. No. Don't give him that credit. <laughs> well, well, when it's not that. It's the whole motorcycle accident that Carrie had, and you know. Yeah. All that. So. So I, you know what? I don't apologize. Fuck you. Okay. Back, back, back to back to you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, so, sometimes it, it changes. Sometimes it doesn't. I, I just try to stay away from like fatty foods. So I'll eat um vegetables and fruits and all that type of stuff you know just to 
I, I can see it in his. I'm sorry. I can see it in his face. Like, as soon as you said fatty foods, like, he looked directly at me and I knew it was coming. Listen. Oh, yeah, you always do. Okay, so <laughs> here's my thing. <laughs> I don't like it here anymore. I want to go home. Bye. No. Uh, <laughs> Wait. I don't know. I have nothing. Something? I have nothing. So you stay away from fatty food. So I guess it's a lot of like high protein, like chicken, salmon, yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. Like a lot of greens. Uh, right. Like uh, last night after the show, like we went to Whataburger. I, I hate Whataburger, but I, what? have, like, uh, I have five guys, whatever. Like, dude, let's go to Whataburger. Let's yeah. go eat. And I'm like, fine, whatever, man. You know, it's like midnight. And that's like the only place that's open with yeah. um, the the. The dining room. The dining room is yeah. open, you know, and there's like five huge guys like walking in and there's everybody standing around and seeing us walking in there and they want, want to eat. And so it's like, whatever. I bet you those workers are like, fuck, we don't have enough patties for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, we do not well, have enough well, patties well, for they, this. They they all got like triple meats and all this and stuff. And I'm like, let me get a um, chicken sandwich. sandwich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> This motherfucker, I, I kid you not, like looking at us, you would think I would be the one to pile on the food, mm-hmm. right? We go to Whataburger, I get a single Whataburger, right? You know, lettuce, pickles, medium fry, fucking drink. This motherfucker's over here, triple meat, triple cheese. <laughs> and I'm like, you mother, like, I'm so mad because I'm like, you're fucking ass, like, I don't know, his metabolism works a little better than mine. He's got a little bit of the pudge, but nothing like this shit. Bless you, Thank you. It, it makes me mad to see him eat like that, and I'm like, I can't fucking eat like that if I tried. Yeah. Like, I don't... No, you can eat like that if you want no, to. No, I can't. There's no way I could eat a fucking triple meat, triple cheese. There is no... I would physically Well, just throw looking up. at you, it looks like you've eaten more than one. <laughs> All right, guys, we are in the market for a new co-host. We're not getting rid of him, but I need somebody. uh, We're looking to hire a third person that can help gang up on him with me because I feel very attacked right now. You should. We can always get Yoko back in here. It's always fun when she's dragging on you with him. (laughs) Shut up, Clint. I hired you thinking I had some leverage like you would be on my team. Listen, he's the he's. I, I'm Switzerland, man. I'm a neutral party. I was gonna say he just he doesn't care. He's gonna come after either, whenever no, what it he's benefits doing, him. He's kissing ass to you because he knows I was gung ho to hire him from the get go, and your ass was on the fence. So he's trying to suck your ass. So you'll fucking be on his side. You know, fuck that. I'm never gonna Anyways, be on Sammy, you know you doing, about man? sucking ass, Andy. I'm good. Yeah, I. You know, we're we're dealing with a lot of turmoil in in the relationship now. You know, the friendship, the broship uh-huh. uh, that we did not deal with the last time you were here uh we're trying to get a like a psychologist or a psychiatrist okay on as a guest yeah to to, to help it. us figure this out like we thought all right so we thought it would be funny uh because you know we've been best friends for 30 years okay uh as, as we call it and, and a lot of people kind of laugh at this but we call ourselves hetero life partners mm-hmm. right because we're not gay mm-hmm. you know uh but at the same time like I could see, like, if my wife died first, yeah. like, I could see us having, like, fucking sharing a room at a at a, a old folks' home, okay. you know, being, like, roommates, because right, right. if I'm in an old folks' home, I don't want to bunk with nobody I don't fucking know, Yeah, you know? Uh, but we thought it would be funny to bring in, like, a marriage counselor mm-hmm. and do marriage counseling as best friends Okay, to just see. Uh, but, yeah, there's some turmoil here now, so we got to work that out. 
gotta write it down on some paper there. Let's see what's yeah, going. we just need to put our our problems out there. But uh, hey, you we'll got a table right here, so we'll put your problems out on the table. We'll save that for another episode. So I'm gonna power bomb you through it, and that'll that'll clear up all my hey, problems. That's a problem. That's a problem solver right there. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. So I know we talked about it last episode about us being able to possibly get like you know we I wanted to stone cold stun him in a ring. Uh-huh. Uh You think that might be a possibility with this new promotion? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have. I, I don't have any stroke. Okay. If you want to call it? Uh, I don't have any stroke with with these people right now because I'm still um, green to, to get, the company. Yeah, I'm, I'm still. I'm like really green to this company. You know, like I said last night was my first match there, my debut there. And um, but but yeah, like I, I can see what I'll see what I can do. We'll sign whatever waivers are necessary to get this done. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! We're uh, all about it. We and, still want to do it. And it was so confusing because it was an eight-sided ring. Oh, really? This was an eight-sided ring. Last TNA time. used to do the six side, right? Six sides, yeah. So they, this is like they a, added an extra two more poles to this ring and made it an eight-sided ring. So you're talking about you're basically fighting in a UFC ring you're minus in an octagon. the cage. An octagon, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, it, huh. it was crazy. Like, so uh, does that throw off your game plan at all? Like, it it does. You know, what I mean, because when you when you go to uh, whip a guy, off, you know, throw a guy into the ropes, or whatever. You, and you don't know where he's coming from. Yeah. You, know, you don't know which side he's going, you know. And and when you come off a rope to go, you know, head on or, you know, do a move with a guy, you don't know where, how to. What direction he'll be in. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a little confusing, but I've worked in worse. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, at fine. least they had a ring. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. It wasn't just plywood on the ground. Yeah, well, oh, me and Marshall thought about going to, like, Goodwill, buying a few of the mattresses, uh-huh. slam them down in the backyard, put some, like, uh, some fence posts up, wrap some string around it. Backyard wrestling. Hey, bro, hey, when we were kids, that's how it was done. Oh, yeah. Shit, but not even that. Was, trampoline, bro. Yeah. yeah. Trampoline I used to fuck I used to fuck kids in my neighborhood up on a trampoline. Stone Cold Sun, I hit them with the fucking pedigree, mm-hmm. like straight in. And that was before, you know, Triple H used to release. Yeah. He'd hold them all the way through. I'd right. fuck their kids up, fucking rug burning shit on their <laughs> face. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, bully me again. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's the way it is, man. My son, he he, he hey. tries to fuck my daughter up on the trampoline. And then mm-hmm. I got to step in and be like, hey, the fucking girl, dude, calm down. <laughs> he was like, she needs a F5. And I'm like, not from you, she don't, <laughs> yeah, no, asshole. No. Just and piss him off is because she hits harder than he, he does, so he'll piss her off and she'll well back and just lay his fucking ass out and then he gets mad because he knows you can't hit her back. Don't yeah. don't try don't try this at home, kids. Yeah, don't yeah. Fucking we grew up in the age of fucking backyard wrestling. Oh yeah. That's all we did. Like you that that was the whole purpose of a Saturday afternoon was you called your buddies over and y'all wrestled in the backyard. Yeah. Thinking you you know, you were D Generation X or the you know, Triple H or whatever. You wrestle in the backyard till one guy takes a bump too hard and they get pissed and then it turns into a real ass fight. Real yeah. Fight, right? Yeah, yeah and then one kid turns it turns into world star hip hop. Yeah, motherfuckers <laughs> go home crying to their mom. He hit me in the face. Bitch, you asked for it. Speaking of that, in our bonus episode, I did say I fuck roses. And what I meant to say was I fucking hate roses uh, is what I meant to say. I thought you were trying to say I fuck with roses. Like, I fuck with that, you know, but. I mean, I have done 
I've worked with roses before. You have fucked roses before? I knew you would. A couple of scratches in some weird places. Look, Habit's like, I'm not coming back. (laughs) He's like, like, first time was weird. Second time was fucking off the rails. Uh, Well, just now that you know us, it's just, this is what we do. Yeah, Yeah. we're a lot more comfortable with you this time because. Okay, all right. So y'all want, y'all was uncomfortable with me last time? It it wasn't. That's all all on you. Good job, bud. (laughs) No, hold on. You're an almost seven foot mammoth. How could they not be? (laughs) No, it's not that. Our thing was, or my thing, I can't speak for this fucking Jeffrey Dahmer motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> hey, you said it. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you. you s- got the knife right there. Yeah. You, use my na- use my real name, Degenerate. That's okay. Okay. So I can't speak for this Degenerate. Thank you. Coming in, it, it was it was just as I don't want to say uneasy, but I was more worried about how to make you feel comfortable okay because i knew what situation because i was already at a house that i'm comfortable with Mm -hmm. i i helped the motherfucker move in this house Mm -hmm. so i knew coming in so i was not i didn't want to be comfortable because i was like all right he doesn't know who we are Mm -hmm. he doesn't know like this kind of shit this banter right we held off on it because i was like i don't know where your comedic level is or like what you find as a joke and what you don't I, find as a joke. I think I think I'm a very comedic guy, you know. Oh, I agree. Now now that I know you, <laughs> but the first time I met you, I was like, we we really gotta play our P's and Q's till mm-hmm. we figure out what kind of person he is. Okay. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I didn't want to offend you, piss you off, yeah, anything like that, and and either A get my ass beat or lose an opportunity to to gain somebody that like this we can bring you back on mm-hmm. uh your awesome content you're an awesome guy like we fucking what two months in a row we drove out to ennis to go see you wrestle mm-hmm. and that wasn't for anything other than the pure fact we wanted to support you right yeah. you know my son he fucking like you are you hung the fucking moon in that kid's eyes yep. he still has that title belt by the way yeah marshall ended up actually I'm- giving him the belt Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, when he comes back out, I, hey, if you bring a belt, you have to defend it. Hey, I t- did I not tell him that? You did. Because he was, he was talking to me about uh, while you were still wrestling for the last promotion yeah. before you know everything come to a head. He was like, Dad, are we going to go see Havoc next month? Mm-hmm. And this was uh, after Marshall gave him the belt. Okay. Uh, I was like, yeah. He was like, well, I'm going to take my title with me. I was like, remember, Havoc said, if you're going to bring it, you're going to fight for it. <laughs> and he was like, he looked at me like, ah, oh, fuck, what am I doing? <laughs> so, but no, so yeah, we were, we were kind of, I wouldn't say on alert, uh-huh. but we were, we were more worried about making sure you were comfortable in the situation. Right. You I know? mean, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm comfortable in a lot of situations and everything, you know, and I know, I know when I'm like, ah, oh, well, you know, when, if I'm not, I'm like, well, it's time to hit the old dusty trail, you yeah. know, so, but I'm I'm usually I'm a laid back guy. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty laid back, and I don't really take anything to heart, you know, unless it's like really serious. Yeah, but besides that, I'm just like. And see, well, well, see, that's that's what I had to do. I had to, you know, not let my Jeffrey Dahmer out, you know, <laughs> to make sure that you didn't run away. So usually you vet the guests before the podcast. I had to vet him before I was like, all right, motherfucker, listen. <laughs> and I, and I told, and and honestly, and like you said, you know, we have this banter, but but he knows. That I know when we have a guest on, uh-huh. we we as much as possible we're gonna throw in little tidbits here and there. Oh, but I understand that you know, but as as much as possible, we want the episode to be about you because right. that's why we brought you in. We yeah. enjoyed you being here. We wanted to have you in again, and 
for me, it's like when I meet someone, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm me. Like I'll talk to you. I'll say, hi, I'll just nine times out of 10, I do way too much. And just people are like, God, so, fuck that weirdo. So I'm, I'm the same way. You know, I, I'm, I'm six foot six, you know, yeah. two sixty five, and I could take you. It's I, cool. And <laughs> oh god, oh god, I want to see this. Oh god, oh, I want him to fucking wreck you so fucking bad right now, for the fact that you even joked saying that. Yeah, total joke. I, I'm gonna and, run away now. But um, but I, I'm, and and with with me saying that, um, I feel as if. I intimidate a lot of people, you mm-hmm. know, because of the face. I guess I got resting man face. Yeah. I've been told that before. You have RBMF? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Or RMFF? Because like a, right? a male bitch would be a motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. Right? Resting motherfucker I mean, face. You got to go Samuel L. Jackson. Like, yeah, uh, no right? guy's going to be, they're not going to be okay being called a bitch because that's, that's a challenge at that point. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, but a girl is like, you know, they take pride in, oh, I'm a bitch, you know? Uh So men take pride in being motherfuckers. Like I'm a motherfucker, dude. Fuck with me. Yeah. So you would have resting motherfucker face. We can go with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. (laughs) RMFF is the new Bohemian chat city shirt. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And, um, so I, I go with that and, and I'm just like, all right, well, I guess I'll have to break the ice with people. You know, I, I try to joke around with them and everything. Yeah. And if I say something and it comes back at me like in a negative way or a, just a smarky way, like with women, I'm like, you know what? Whatever, man. Yeah. I just let it roll off. Yeah. And that's, yeah. A, and that's a lot of the way I am, too. Yeah. I do that, you know, because I, I, I want... I want you to be comfortable around me and also at the same time I want to be comfortable around you. Exactly. And that and I think that's the way it is with anybody. Whenever like like when we first had you on, you know, both of us or all three of us at mm-hmm. that point were making sure kind of how to we were filling each other out trying to yeah. figure out yeah. you know how how we needed to operate that situation. Right. And I think I was the only one who was not uncomfortable in the situation cuz Yeah, that's true. Like you, coming from your side you're coming to a stranger's house, mm-hmm. right? Coming from his side He's having a, cause you were, was he the first guest we had on here? Yes. No, no. He was the first one we didn't know though. Correct. Because I think the only other guest we had, we had, had BJ on, on BJ at that point. And he was, he was my guitarist for like 10 uh, years. We've known him that. practically our whole lives too. So, okay. so coming from that, like you were the first stranger we were bringing to his house. Right. You know, like his daughter lives here. So uh-huh. I think he was kind of like, I, I completely I, understand that. I'm an understanding person. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I was the only one who was like, fuck it, it ain't my house. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know? you were a this little guy's not going to be driving back, back and forth my house, you know, like stalking me and everything, you know. So Yeah, like you don't fine. know where I've I live. Got, I've got 15 cameras around the house. There and right. worst case <laughs> nope. scenario, I'll just hang a note on the door said, you got the wrong house. You need to go to this address. <laughs> put my address. And put your address on it. Right. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> that would be something you do. Fuck yeah. I, I kind of get, I, I would have it coming to me. Uh, so I have this long-standing prank with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the like car giveaways at the mall. Okay. You know it's it's all bullshit. It's a timeshare scam. Uh-huh. Uh, but you enter your name into to win the car, but you never actually win the car. Well, yeah. I used to work for those companies. All right. So now every time I go to the mall or Six Flags or anything, and they have those, mm-hmm. I fill out like three entry forms with his name and his information. <laughs> that way they blow his shit up. Yeah. <laughs> first time, first time he did it, got a I got a phone call, and I'm like. I don't remember doing this. Like what the, and I just, you know, I 
they called me like seven, eight, nine times. I finally answered it, and they were like, "Hello, you've won, blah 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 blah. Come check this out, and you'll get da 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 da." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've, I've gotten that also." I'm like, "Uh, what the fuck are y'all talking about?" And then Andrew, you know, I tell Andrew about it the next day, and he just gets that little glimmer in his eyes. I'm like, "You sorry son of a bitch! I fucking hate you right now." So now every time I do it, I have my wife take a picture of the mm-hmm. entry form with me beside it. <laughs> all right, all right. And she'll send it to me? Yeah, and then she'll send it to him. <laughs> God, I want to give a warning that somebody's about to call him. You know, like I'm not a complete asshole. Like I You will, were the first like five times you did it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but once you caught on to the fact that it was me, yeah. like the, the gig was up. Yeah. Like the first couple times you're like, I don't get why they're fucking calling me. Yeah, it's just <laughs> all of a sudden started getting blown up. But speaking of that... Have there ever been any... Has n- there ever been. Have there, has there... Has there ever been. I don't care. No, this Shut not, your whore mouth. It's not It's not often I get to correct you on your vocabulary. Shut. Or your grammar. Your so I'm gonna take, whore <laughs> mouth. I'm going to take the opportunity. I'm sorry, Havik. Listen, I, I usually mispronounce or uh, just say the word wrong shit, like mm-hmm. just now, the wrong shit altogether. Okay. And he is the first one to come at me and be like, yeah, that's not right. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you said, have there ever been, when clearly, grammatically, <laughs> anyway, it is, has there ever been, I, I've got to take the opportunity. Hey, yeah. so tell you when my, you can. my question is, has there ever been a time where you've played a practical joke? You know what she said, has this time. <laughs> okay. You're right. <laughs> Fuck you, fat boy. Um, has there ever been a time where you've played a practical joke like that on somebody and it either A, they thought it was funny or B it backfired on you and they just really got severely pissed off about it. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, if I have is, I I can't remember. Okay. You know, because I've, I've probably done like so much stuff in my lifetime that I, I don't know. I, I might, okay. I might have. I don't. I'm, yeah, I'm I just, sure. I just thought I'd throw it out there. You know, ask if you had like a friend or something that you know would just do stupid shit like that too, and yeah. just fuck with them all the time. Well, I, I, I do, I do have a friend and everything, and um, yeah, like, like y'all say, y'all, y'all been friends for like thirty years, and uh, me and him, we've been friends for about that long, also. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Since like high school, since like ninety four, I want to say around mm-hmm. somewhere. Since you know, we was like in ninth grade, but um, you hate him as much as I hate him. You can say that, yeah, but but they they know it's all in love. So oh no, no just his pure is hate. I just pure I just don't want to I don't want to have to break in a new best friend. Yeah, it's my whole deal. I understand that. I have no problems doing that. So, yeah. <laughs> but now, uh, so you ever prank them? Uh, I pranked them a couple of times. Um, this is I I know I pranked them, but I just can't remember like the pranks that I've done. Yeah, and. I'm, I, I don't want to try to even think about that because I've slept and I've wrestled yeah. since then. Yeah. So is there is there a lot of like behind behind the you know uh, backstage and all that? Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of like pranks and and joking around and stuff like that? Th- there's a lot of that, but none on me. Okay. Well, obviously, I mean, <laughs> if I, it's gonna I mean, take a stupid ass person hey, to like, I fucking, I got him. Look at you, man. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I yeah. woke up today. Chose violence. Actually, yeah. right? actually, honestly, I would have been the guy that did it just to see what happens. Yeah. Pull I, a prank I, I, on Havoc. I might have. I might just like laugh or whatever. And yeah. Just you know, you, uh, you got me. You, you know what you ought to do? Fucking get you a pair of like granny panties mm-hmm. and go into their bag and take their ring gear. Yeah. And then just leave the granny panties <laughs> and just watch them. Like, I feel like that would be a good, like, it, it's just, a lighthearted, good prank to pull backstage. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, and or give them a bikini. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be even better. Okay, so the last wrestling match that we saw you in uh, with the last promotion, okay. uh, I believe it was the first match. There's a dude who had dreadlocks, real fucking. He had like a Kofi Kingston vibe to him. You know, he did a lot of the crowd work, like getting out there and like he he come and sat beside Jackson, real young guy. You could tell he was early twenties. You know what I'm talking about? It was the first time in like the three months that I went that mm-hmm. I had seen him. Uh, I think it was the night we won the belt, wasn't it? No, it was or the was next. The it was the next, it was uh, the next match. one. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I probably knew him if I'd seen him. Yeah. I, I was just wondering if you'd ever wrestled because he, he was, I, I got to tell you, man, like he did a lot of the high flying stuff like Kofi Kingston, uh-huh. but like his crowd work was really awesome too because there was a lot of times like he'd come out of the ring yeah. and he would interact with the crowd. Like, and you know, because I know like you're, you're, there to do a match, but you're also there to entertain. Yeah. And obviously the kids are going to be your target demographic at an indie show because the majority of them are kids right. and they're the ones that fucking like they, the, those are the ones that, that, that you, like you said, you're targeting your, that's your demographic because they'll want to come back the next week Yeah, to, to see you either get beat up or to just to come and boo you or cheer you or something like yeah. that, you know, because when it, when it comes down to it, uh, but when when the kids want to come back, the parents they'll bug their parents, you know. For yeah. the so the parents they'll have to come back also. So it's just a domino effect on when people co- when people come back and how you play the role and yeah interact with the fans. It's like Jackson after every match, he was like, "When's the next one?" Yeah, and and that's I mean that's your because like the adults were there, we appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, we know what it is. Right. You know, but the kids, they buy into it 100%. Yeah. You know, like. And that, and that's fine. You know what I mean? If you're a hill, they hate you. Mm-hmm. Like, legit hate you. Like, like we will buy into it. Like, I would, I made the mistake of teaching Jackson how to heckle uh-huh. the wrestlers. Yeah. And, and it started with, I used to take them to baseball games. Cleburne has that, the Railroaders. Okay. Right? It's an amateur baseball league. Uh, well, Minor we, league. Minor league. Fuck you. Not amateur. Right? See, see what I'm talking about? <laughs> but uh, I always, when I go to those games, I try and get behind home plate. Okay. And oh, yeah. Every time. time every time the opposing team uh, announces a batter, I taught my son how to yell out, never heard of her. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I didn't realize that carried into wrestling. Okay. So, like, your first opponent, when they announced them, uh-huh. Jackson was like, never heard of her. <laughs> and so, but like, that's, that's gotta be, is, is that the highlight of, of the wrestling matches? Just seeing the kids get into it. Uh, yeah, it is because with, with me being a heel, which, uh, which is a bad guy. If, if people, if people don't know wrestling, a heel is a bad guy and a face is a good guy. Yeah. You know? So as a heel, uh, I love messing with kids. Yeah. You know. Oh hell yeah. Um, I've I've told one kid I'll, I'll be under your bed when you get home. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, I've told them that, and they just like start bawling. Yeah. Like I don't want him under my bed when I go home. I don't want to go home. You know. And so it it's fun. It's fun to mess with kids. Yeah. You know? Havoc's out here traumatizing people. Hey, <laughs> guarantee you. <laughs> Havoc subconsciously just cock blocked that kid's family that night. Oh, Dad yeah. was going to try and get in. Kids like, no, I'm sleeping with y'all tonight, asshole. Like y'all better move over. Like I don't, I don't want to go to my bedroom and him be there. Fuck that. And Dad's like, man, I'm trying to get it in. Like real, you want right? a little brother, don't you? 
Yeah, guarantee you have it cock blocked so many guys, uh, not even knowing it. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, you know. No, don't <laughs> apologize for that. Fuck, don't bring your kid to a wrestling match if you're not prepared for the yeah. consequences. Yeah, I told I told Jackson I was like when we went to that one because that was the first actual like wrestling match he'd ever been to that was like that close, like in his okay. face. You know, right. like no matter where you were sitting in that in that venue, uh-huh. like you were there. You were you there. Could, yeah. You could fucking see it. Yeah. Like, uh, so I, I had to warn him, Jackson, uh, there's a chance that the wrestler might talk shit to you. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, do not swing on him. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. Jackson's the type of person, like he'll get mad and he'll, he'll start swinging on a motherfucker. Okay. So I'd tell him, Jackson, don't swing on him because uh-huh. if he does anything, I got to step in and then it's like, going to be a whole, and then uncle Marshall's going to step in and it's just going to be ridiculous. But what I love is he heckled professionally. Correct. You know, like uh, there was a, a luchador okay. uh, that was wrestling, uh, it, and it wasn't the tag team luchadors, the mm-hmm. the white luchadors. Uh, what was their? It was the white luchadors or something like that, right? Yeah. Like they they had a pretty basic ass name for what they were. Yeah. Uh, but it was an actual luchador. It might have been the one you wrestled that night. Okay. But he come right. out of the ring and uh, Jackson like went to go give him a five, uh-huh. and when he went to go high five Jackson, Jackson did that. Yeah. Right, so after the match, after he lost, mm-hmm. uh, he come out of the ring, and he like he went to go undo his mask and started tugging at it, telling Jackson uh, to pull on it. Mm-hmm. And when Jackson went to go grab it, he said, <laughs> and I just started laughing my ass off. And Jackson looked at me like, "Are you gonna let this motherfucker do this?" <laughs> yeah, but that like, I could only imagine because I'm not a wrestler, but like. The adults, like, we get into it. Like, uh-huh. I heckle and I cheer. You know, yeah. like, we cheered you on. Yeah. But, like, I don't buy into it like the kids do. So, like, I would imagine, like, the, the funnest part of being a, a indie wrestler mm-hmm. is the kids. Because, like, WWE, you have to assume, like, it's half of them don't even acknowledge the crowds because you can't yeah, they, acknowledge all of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they, have, a, they have a specific demographic that they, that they um, you know, they, they go out to, which is what, like, 18 to 34 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Royal Rumble had 56,000 in attendance. Yeah. That That was was the biggest crowd. I think that was the biggest crowd that the Royal Rumble had had. Mm -hmm. Like, setting records. Like, that motherfucker was off the chain. That was by far one of the best Royal Rumbles I've ever seen. I I liked it. I enjoyed it myself. Yeah. Like, um, that's the whole reason why why we have Peacock at this point is for for the pay-per-views. You know? Remember when you used to have to pay for that shit? Oh yeah. Who fucking does that? It was, it was like sixty dollars a, yeah. a month, you know, and then then it went down uh, to the WWE Network, which yeah. is like nine eighty nine a month. Yeah, and I used now. to still. We have a friend. He used to have the WWE Network, and I used to steal his uh-huh. so we could watch it. <laughs> but man, you remember? Like you got lucky enough. You knew somebody who had the illegal box. Oh yeah. So you just went to their house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, so like kids, it's got to be the most entertaining part of your career, yeah, right? It, it is very much so. Uh, I, like I said, I, I love I love joking with kids. Um, I've I've been a hill, you know, most of my career, and just me going back and forth with kids, you know, it's it's fun and it's yeah. crazy and um you know with, with me i'll say something or whatever to them and then um they'll say something and and they'll they'll pop up whatever you know and i'm just like oh whoa, whoa. i was just kidding don't don't worry about it just sit down you know it's okay and then like the mom or the dad they'll they'll start heckling me and yeah and, you know it, it just like i say it just goes goes from there and it's a domino effect with the kids and the moms uh, the dads and me and it's just fun so have you ever had a point 
at any point in time where you're just like, you know what? Fuck this kid. I'm just drop kick his ass right through this chair. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Teenagers. Like, I'm like, I'm like, teenagers? <laughs> Are they teenagers or little some, ones? Some of the teenagers, they, they, they get a little they get a little rowdy and everything. I'm like, hey, you can calm that shit down real quick, you know? Yeah. Don't don't mess with me. I mess with these kids here. So but but like I said, you mess with the kids, they'll they'll want to come back. The parents they'll come back and they'll bring more kids or whatever and this kid will tell this kid that mm-hmm. he was been messed with and the next kid want to come and they want to interact with the wrestlers also it's a big thing so. yeah that's why like that's why i love the whole the whole indie scene of wrestling like i find because i've been to wwe events mm-hmm. right and like we were sitting at the very top when i when i went so yeah. and that that's not very entertaining it's not for one it would be different if like you could hear the commentators uh-huh. but being that high up and you're just watching it on a screen you're like uh-huh. fuck i could be at home I for this home. exactly you know, <laughs> you know? So, but like being in the indie scene, like you're in the mix, uh-huh. like you were right there. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been to an indie match where like, even if you're at the back, mm-hmm. you're not still able to be a part of the show, Yeah, you know? And, and I think that's, that's what makes the indie scene. I feel better than the, I don't want to say pros because y'all are pros. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, y'all are going out there doing hey, exactly the what exact same thing. But- yeah. We're, we're doing the exact same thing, but we're not getting paid the money that they're getting paid. That's the only difference. Yeah. To, to me, the indie wrestling part is a more, as we used this term last week or the week before, a more intimate setting. Yes. Uh, I don't think intimate would be the right word for wrestling. Why? It's more intimate. You're up closer to the wrestlers. You have Look, that back he don't and even between, agree. But You have that back and forth with them. <laughs> he don't even agree with that. I don't care. I think it is. Deal with it. But, Fight them over it. Okay. <laughs> I ain't scared. Between, I'll between do Between the wrestler and the audience, yes. But between the wrestler and the wrestler, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. No, no, no. And that's what I'm talking about, the wrestler and the audience. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, out of all I the mean, words but you then again, But then again, hey. Intimacy is not one of them. No. But, <laughs> 100% no. Yeah. Hey, but then again, we don't know what happens backstage. <laughs> Bruh. Hey, if you want to beat his ass, <laughs> I, I'll hold his ass fucking down see, for you. See, this is hey, one of those situations. Hey, you're talking about him standing up we'll next to me. turn the cameras off. <laughs> like, stand his ass up next to Marshall's short fucking but, ass. But this is one of those situations where you know that I like you as a person because I've gotten too comfortable, and now I'm starting to talk shit a lot. Yeah. That's how you know that, yeah. that you're and, cool and, with and, me. And, and that's fine, you know, and I'm I'm the type of person, if I joke around with you and everything, I like you. you yeah. Know, if I don't say that's anything us. to you, I don't like you. I'll just straight yeah, up tell you. You don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't said a fucking thing to you since he got here. Hey, he's big enough that he don't have to like you. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> he said, no, I'm good. <laughs> Whatever. He he don't know you yet. That's all right. Uh, no, man. I just, I, I dig the indie scene. Uh, so I, I got to throw a hypothetical out there. Okay. AEW calls you tomorrow. Okay. Are you going? I would go to AEW. Um, there's a lot that I there's a lot of stuff about AEW that I don't like. I'm gonna just say that right now. There's a lot of stuff I don't like about them. Um, don't feel bad. I don't think Tony Khan listens to this podcast. I don't so I think you're safe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if he does, yeah. I mean, and, whatever. You know, hey, it, it is what it is. You know, um, if if they can if they can get away from all the factions, I'm good with that. If they can get away from all the the win loss records and stuff. I'm good with that. Please. I mean, who who really needs like a win-loss record or whatever when when you come up, when you're doing your entrance, 
people don't need to know like how doesn't many, matter how many that's more of a like a boxing or MMA thing. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I'm I'm like, why, why is this? They get to stop the point. Here? I got to pee. So, like, or a break, why a break point. All right, well, y'all talk. I'm gonna go pee. Fuck you. Well, you're gonna miss the match. It's about to go down. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. I could miss this match and know exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> I don't have to be here to watch you. Well, don't. Hey, listen. If you're wrong, you owe me twenty dollars. <laughs> but um, but like, like I was saying, you know, uh, AEW. I, I would I would go to AEW and um, um, check it out and see how it is. I mean, it it wouldn't. It would be just like another wrestling promotion that I would yeah. go to. You know, and yeah, it, it wouldn't be anything different. So okay, so if you if you. So I'm assuming, obviously, if if out of the big wrestling names, mm-hmm. you would prefer, or you if WWE called, you'd be there like that quick, or is it kind of the same situation as it is with AEW? It's kind of like, well, I don't. It, it, is it a situation where it's the pros have to outweigh the cons in yeah. order for you to transition yeah. to something that exactly. big straight off the bat? Yeah, and um, and preferably. Yeah, I would rather go to New Japan. Yeah, because New Japan they they have all their stuff together. They yeah. they they know how to how to uh, feed feed the fans. You know, mm-hmm. in America, American wrestling is is just how much money they can put in their pockets. Yeah, you know? but New Japan and you know all Japan mm-hmm. that those those people over there they they know how to please the fans yeah so would you say that's the biggest difference between american and japanese or you know other countries wrestling yeah, they actually wrestle yeah you know there, okay. there's not there's not a lot of um commercials or promos in between they it's it's wrestling 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 okay you know? but with american wrestling there's there's just a bunch of bs like there's so many promos and this and that and the other it's just like oh my god really let's just get to the wrestling part, yeah you know? so so for you the dialogue between different wrestlers i mean obviously short and sweet is cool but uh-huh. you know when you have them in the ring for four minutes five minutes at a time just yeah. going on and on that's where yeah, it kind of is just like things uh, like let's talk more wrestle this, yeah. this is what this is what i tune into is to watch wrestling not to watch you talk. Yeah, because, I mean, if you wanted to watch watch them talk, you'd watch a talk show. Exactly. Not, not wrestling. Yeah. yeah for I sure. Feel like, I feel like WABE has gotten real bad about that. Yeah. Like, it's more about, like, every wrestler that's injured, you notice they get, like, a little segment show, like mm-hmm. a talk show. Yeah. You know? And, and, I, and I don't like that. I mean, with Cody Rhodes, when, when, he, when he got injured, you know, um, during the Royal Rumble, there was, like, a good five minutes, uh, like a really good five minutes of them going back to when he got injured, yeah, all the way through his whole um, uh, recovery and everything. Oh yeah, the recap, like the yeah. recap promos. Yeah, and, yeah. and I didn't like that. And another thing I didn't like was that is that WWE they have taken all the almost the excitement or the intrigue out of um, like the Royal Rumble, say, yeah, per, per se. Um, surprises Cody Rhodes should have been a surprise you know yeah they should have hit that it, better it, it, just, it just shouldn't have been he's saying oh I'm coming back or I'm back at the Royal Rumble you know it just should have been like three two one and, and his music hit it would have been a bigger 
a bigger kind of uh, like what he did pop. at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. even though we we had hints of him showing like he was coming back. Yeah, remember because they kind of they kind of they almost leaked the fact that he was coming back to WWE. Uh huh. And and everybody kind of figured since Seth Rollins didn't have an actual card match uh-huh. yet, like he was like surprise uh, opponent. Like, right. but it was still, it was that moment of suspense because it was all rumor at the point. Yeah. Even though we kind of assumed it was, I mean, they didn't really give too much, but it was still rumor. Mm-hmm. It was never confirmed, you so know? that That's the problem with social media yes. today is that you can get on social media and you can, you can just pretty much know what's, what's happening or what's going to happen yeah. you know, in, the, in the wrestling industry. And that's, that's just something I really don't partake or like in that so okay so uh your opinion logan paul is a wrestler oh my god you don't like it oh my goodness havoc is this the first disagreement we're having (laughs) yes you don't like him as a i think he's he's fucking i think he surpassed all the expectations he had as a wrestler he is fucking entertaining and he can hack it you don't he, think look, so? He, he's only had two matches. Yeah, I mean he, he's only he's only had two matches. Um, he he's done a couple of big spots. He he, I'll call Logan Paul a spot monkey mm-hmm. because uh, when he wrestled Roman Reigns at what um, Clash's Castle or whatever or, or something, uh, he did he did the jumping uh, forearm or whatever a jumping elbow, elbow drop. drop. Off the top of the the rope or whatever onto Roman Reigns onto the onto the table, spot monkey, and then at the Royal Rumble, uh, it was him and, and Ricochet, Ricochet doing the. Was that board. not fucking entertaining though? It was, but Kofi Kingston and CM Punk did it first at okay. the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Now, okay, bringing up Kofi Kingston, the the weird saves. You think that era is over now? Because this is it, two over. years. It's over. Two years in a row, he's botched yep. the whole. It's over. <laughs> now, my next question then: Do you think he tries it next year, or do you think he hangs it up? I I think he tries it next year. Um, I mean, how how many times can you jump onto a barricade? How many times can you do handstands? Yeah. Um, how many times can you use a chair? I mean, if he does it next year, it's got to be something. That blows everything out of the water. Yeah, you know, to and, let him know I'm st- I can still do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's, I, I don't think he has anything else to prove. Yeah. Oh no. I I think them stripping him of the title when they did, mm-hmm. like, there's two title title strips that I feel like were premature mm-hmm. and should have went more of a distance. It's him mm-hmm. because he he was he was a good promotional champion. Yeah. He he had the the I'm a fighting champion. I got the chip on my shoulder. You know he had been in the business. He had something to prove. Right. You know that that worked for him. That image because every champion comes out. They're like I'm a fighting champion. I'll fight whoever. I think the thing is that the underdog story with wrestlers are done. You think so? Yeah. Well, see, and my next one is Drew McIntyre. Okay. I feel like they fucked him so hard mm-hmm. because and this is the way I see it. This man carries you through the pandemic uh-huh i mean he was the most exciting thing right in a time that you couldn't be that exciting mm-hmm. you didn't have the crowd you had pre-recorded 
crowd chants. Background chants. Yeah. I but he made WWE fucking entertaining. Yeah. Between him and and uh, The Fiend. Well, with, with that there, um, yeah, he, he made it entertaining. And they put the title on him. Why? Because Brock Lesnar didn't want to be there. Yeah. Goldberg didn't want to be there. I, I um, them giving Goldberg that title then yeah was was bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like Brock Lesnar. I'm I respect Brock Lesnar. Right. I mean he he has earned the right to be where he's at. Uh huh. But at the same time, you can't expect to win the title showing up one day a year. No. You know, like John Cena, he wrestles one day a year. He got the title match versus Roman. Uh huh. I get that. It's it's a promotional thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he didn't deserve it. He don't. He, he, he he's I don't, earned. I don't think he deserved it. Nope. He's earned the legend title. Yeah, you know, because fucking John Cena. You know, <laughs> like well, I'm surprised they even know where he's at to give him the title anyway. Well, he's fucking in Hollywood. Yeah, he's I mean, making movies, pretty much. But and, I, I, and, oh, I got it. I got it. Cause <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that good of a joke. It wasn't that good of a joke. It would have uh, been just, if you'd understood <laughs> it. Yeah. All right. The, the only thing I like about John Cena is Peacemaker. That's it. Yeah. Well, and so your finisher is almost like a variation of the uh oh what is what is the, not the five F, knuckle shot. F U F U or the attitude adjustment. Right, because yeah. he's he's got him up here and he flips the, the legs over the head, right? Yeah. But you flip the head over the legs. Yeah. Correct? And that's the H fact. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, fucking. That, I tried to explain that to Jackson, and he was like, "He was like, Dad, just do it to me." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" He was like, "I don't understand it. Just do it to me." I was you like, "Questioned it? <laughs> I would have done it instantly." Well, his mom was there, and <laughs> yeah. but okay. So my thing is though is like these guys don't deserve to come in one one day a year. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you feel if like hypothetically with this new promotion, yeah. right? You go all year and you're wrestling. You're right. proving your worth. You're you're showing them. Listen, I'm the fucking guy that guys can come to. Uh-huh. I'm professional in the ring. I'm I'm looking out for these guys as well as myself. I'm right. giving fucking entertaining shows. And I'm bringing people in all the time. Every every fucking day that you're you're having matches. Yeah. And then uh, cowboy for hypothetical, right? Uh-huh. Or or you know what? We'll we'll go more personal to you. Say Noby Bryant mm-hmm. comes in. First day, and they they give him a title match over you, right? Like as as havoc the not not the wrestler in in the the match or the setting, but havoc as the person, mm-hmm. Carl Hester. Would that not piss you off a little bit? It would yeah, because you've been out there busting your fucking ass, and that's why I'm I'm so irritated with WWE for doing Drew McIntyre the way they did because mm-hmm. it's not that they stripped the title from him it's they let him carry it and they had a great story between him and Randy Orton yeah you know it was entertaining for for what it needed to be and Drew McIntyre showed that he can be a main card fucking guy uh-huh like he he can sell the merch he can have the crowd he was an awesome face right you know I remember when he was with Shane McMahon as a heel and <laughs> you know it was like really this guy uh-huh. but as a face he works better and then for as soon as you go back to live audience, yeah. you strip him of the title and you put him back at mid-card. Mm-hmm. Like now, like he can't even get a shot unless he's tagging with Sheamus, who's obviously past his prime. Right. Like I, I would say so. Um, the only thing that has eluded him is the Intercontinental title. And I believe that he will win that at WrestleMania. 
That's what I think. Drew? Um, Seamus. Seamus? Yeah. And, and see, that's the thing is, like, I feel like, look, Marshall's standing here like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but like, I'm enjoying the conversation. Seamus will never get past mid-card titles anymore. No, he won't. I don't – I'm – it took them, what, eight months of the storyline with Sami Zayn to get him back into a main card mm-hmm. setting. I, I don't – I don't – and I don't think he's, he's. I don't see Sami Zayn as a main event guy. No, he's going to lose this match because he'll he'll face Roman at Elimination Chamber for yeah. the title, uh-huh. and he'll obviously lose. Right. And see, that's my thing is like I feel like Roman Reigns, his whole title thing uh-huh. is past its prime. It's not entertaining anymore. Well, with with that being said, I've told a lot of people I'm like he. Technically, he he has not held those two titles for eight hundred and ninety whatever days. You know, it's just a universal, just universal title. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I and people debate with me. I'm like, no, it's it's not that. You know, if if you are a wrestling buff or if, if you know your wrestling, then you know he just won the WWE title at WrestleMania. You yeah, know, he's done had it for three hundred a year. Yeah, you know, but um, I I just can't see myself you know acknowledging him or whatever yeah. you know with the with both titles at 800 or something days it just doesn't just doesn't work like that with me you think him versus the rock will ever actually happen no really yes man you're crushing my so my... matter of fact about it too no <laughs> God, hesitation you're in those crushing, straight <laughs> based on that you're crushing <laughs> my fucking response. dreams right that, now that that's that's not gonna happen because if it would have happened it would have started at at the Royal Rumble. You know? See, yeah. Like, start setting it up for WrestleMania. Because yeah. I feel like if it's going to happen, it's going to happen at a WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, the the thing is that, is that um, I'm thinking that Cody, he's, he, he's going he's gonna to defend a title, both titles, whatever, I guess, both nights. And the first one is against uh, Cody Rhodes. But then again, you know, they've only got, what, like, maybe – Two months left or whatever. Yeah, I think it's at the at the end of March or April. Beginning you don't think April. Cody goes for both of them? I think I think what Cody should do is um, just say he wants to go for the WWE title. You know, he, he the Universe title is bullshit. You think so? The, the Universe title. I mean, when I first heard the Universe title, I'm like, why is that? Why the hell are they? Getting this shit. From yeah, how can you be a universal title when you're not universal? Yeah. What What is the universal title? Is that just all of them combined, or is it just an extra title that they made it's, up? It's yeah. an extra title because when they split brands, and correct me they, if I'm wrong. They needed a, a champion. Yeah, when, when they Smackdown. split brands, like SmackDown's its own brand and Raw's its own brand. Yeah. Well, they had to find a way for there still to be main card title fights. And not have to crock because they did that so wrestlers could have more days off. Because if you're wrestling at SmackDown, you don't have to be there Friday for SmackDown and then be in the next town Monday or dual, you know, like have two ma- two shows in one town record. Because that's what they did when I went back in the, the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, they recorded SmackDown and Raw the same night. Yeah. And I'm like, how, you know, like that crushed my so, dream. So that, so that they can have, you know, the next four days off yeah. or uh, house shows or something like that. Yeah. So it gives, it gives the, the wrestlers more time off because now you're only having to wrestle, commit to one night a week. Gotcha. 
Yeah. So with, I, last time I watched wrestling, the the top title was like the the heavyweight champion. Yeah. yeah. So the universal title was a way for them to split brands, both have a world title, and it it be able to to justify itself. Gotcha. But now with Roman, I really thought they were going to actually unify the titles and bring out one main title. And because you've seen a lot of brand crossing yeah. now, yeah. So I feel like with Triple H at the helm, no. Like he's starting to to be like, all right, no, we're we're gonna bring this back well, to it's it's that and um Fox and USA, they are uh pretty much asking WWE or asking WWE that they want one title on each on each show. Okay. Because uh Fox has um spoken to Vince McMahon about um that they only wanted one title. And USA is like really pissed that they don't have a title on the Raw show yeah. on, on their network, you know? So everything's going to come to a head at WrestleMania. And see, that's that's what kind of sucks is because with Roman being the, the SmackDown ambassador, mm-hmm. you know, like he's not showing up on Raw. Like after the Royal Rumble, I watched Raw thinking, okay, he's going to make an appearance. Like mm-hmm. they're going to they're gonna talk this. They're going to bring us up to date with the bloodline, yeah. the Sami Zayn thing, and then he never showed. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then they're like, oh, he'll be on SmackDown. I'm like, what the right. fuck? And that, and that's what the USA Network is uh, really pissed off about. Oh, there, there's not a champion on there on, on that show. Fucking yeah, because well, Austin Theory, which is I don't like that guy. You like him? <sighs> His like mic work him. sucks ass. <laughs> His mic work sucks ass. Do I you? think I think Austin Theory is undercover. I think he is. What do you mean undercover? <laughs> like, like bring me, bring me in. I, I, th- I think, I, I think Austin Theory is a little big. He's got some little sugar in his tank. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 So he's like Andy. <laughs> Fuck you. I pulled way more bitches oh. in a three-year span than you did your whole fucking sex career, asshole. I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. Exactly. <laughs> Shut up. First girl you had sex with, you got her pregnant. Shut up, no. you virgin. Oh. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this fucking nerd. But, um, but yeah, I mean. Have fun with your flashlight later, <laughs> dumbass. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Austin Theory. Don't be jealous of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. You know, it, when when he first came out, uh, you know, everybody was talking about uh, him being the next John Cena because he's built like him. You know, he had the the swag kind of. So everybody was like, "Oh, he's going to be the next John Cena," and of course, he was Vince's boy toy. Yeah, uh, and that, and that's it, a match that's going to happen at WrestleMania. Him and Theory, um, Theory and John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, you think so? I know so. Oh shit! Hell yeah. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I hope John Cena fucks his shit up. <laughs> they going to go for the uh, United States? I think so. But, I, but I, you, but I, I think, I think um, there's going to... You think he retains at Elimination Chamber? Yes. Because they got a bunch of no-names wrestling for it. Do you notice that? Yeah. Like, Bobby Lashley is the only... I wish they would give it back to Lashley. Yeah. See, I he mean, was another one that when he first become champ, uh-huh. I was like, his mic work sucks. He, well, that he that's why they put MVP with him. So that's why I get that. I get that. But as you notice, like through through him being a champ, mm-hmm. like his mic work's gotten really fucking good. Right. He's entertaining now. Yeah. It's not like uh 
It's not believable. Like uh, when he first got the belt, like his talk was not believable. When you say mic work, like as far as him like talking shit to yeah. people and stuff. Yeah. Like when he got on there and, and like they cut the promos like, oh, I'm going to beat his ass at this this event or oh, okay. you don't want a piece of this. Like it, he wasn't good on the mic. It wasn't natural. Like in your wrestlers, you want them to be natural on the mic. Like mm-hmm. if you're talking shit, you want to believe, you know, even knowing that not necessarily that it's scripted, but knowing that this this is already pre predestined that these two are going to fight regardless. Yeah. At this point you're just trying to hype the matchup. Kind of like the prelims in boxing in yeah. UFC where they get together and they're really talking shit even though most of the time like Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz, one of the biggest rivalries in UFC history, mm-hmm. you know, they mm-hmm. got the fuck at each other. Yeah. At these prelims so bad that they had to be separated, but after the match, they're friends. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're actually friends in real life. Mm-hmm. They, they were uh, training partners for the longest time. Yeah, uh, Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz, another big rivalry in the uh, UFC. Same situation. So it, it's no different in the UFC, even though it's not it's like uh, I'm not going to say it, it's scripted because when y'all get out there, like y'all are having to communicate to each other. Like, yeah. listen, I'm I'm about to do this. You need to be ready for it because mm-hmm. you don't need to get hurt, and I don't want to get hurt. Right. And the UFC is not that way. It's off the cusp. Like we're fucking, yeah, we're killing each other. <laughs> but even much. still, it shows you that even even the rawest of of fighting. Yeah. And I say rawest because mm-hmm. this clearly shows it's not it's not much different than professional wrestling. No. Because at the end of the day, you're you're portraying you hate this person even mm-hmm. though y'all are friends off camera. Right. So. Like uh, Logan Paul, all the shit he talked to Mayweather mm-hmm. and all that, and then after he beat Mayweather, even though I think that's contested, uh, <laughs> I'm not saying he didn't, but as soon as he got got yeah. done with the match, he got on the mic and was like, "I'm so honored to be able to fight the greatest boxer uh-huh. in history." I'm like, "What about the last six months? You were fucking talking so much shit to right. him, and like McGregor, same thing." I'm like. Yeah. You're sitting there saying this motherfucker can't read mm-hmm. two months ago, and now you're telling me you're honored to be able to fight Floyd Mayweather? Like, get your shit right. So even with that, like the mic work in wrestling, yeah, still has to be organic. Yeah, right. Am I am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, you're you're right. You're completely right about that. You know, because like if if you're portrayed as this like shit talker and all that, and you get on the mic and you stumble on it. People are like, this motherfucker ain't shit. Now, how big of a, are you, are you a big shit talker? Or are you just more, I'm going to just get in the ring and beat your ass type person? All my stuff is in the ring, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I do my talking in the ring. Yeah. I don't have to talk on the mic. I, I'll say a couple of things mm-hmm. on the mic. Yeah. Most of the time, I do my talking in the ring. Okay. So. Yeah. I just, like I said, I, you know, we did the few times we've been to see you, you know, that you, I think you might've said one thing on a mic and then that was it. He but, lets that ass whoop and speak for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just didn't know. I mean, well, is see, there, be, I mean, have there been times where you've, or have you just never really been a shit talker on the microphone there, really? There, in there's general? been, there's been times that I've had to, you know, uh, grab a mic and cut a little promo or whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But most of the time I'm just like, I don't need a mic. I you come and you watch yeah. what I do in the ring. That's that speaks for that speaks for itself. Okay. See, and that's like the last promotion you worked for. Like the wrestling matches were awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
but it's like the the people they had talking on the mic, yeah, like the commentaries and stuff, like uh-huh. that kind of killed the vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like if you're going to do that, mm-hmm. get somebody who is comfortable doing that, right? You know, n- not just throwing people in there to be like, hey, we just we need you to do this. Yeah. And and that that and I I spoke to him about that, you know, so. Just just little tweaks and stuff. Well, see, things. they were trying to get me and Marshall to commentate, mm-hmm. which would have been a little more organic because I know the world of wrestling. And, right. you know, Marshall just runs his mouth to me. And, and then I could have just sat there and went, wow, would you look at that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, man, uh, I, I think we're we're about close time, right? We've got to be. I don't know. Uh, ask uh, the we're producer. We're at 141 right now. 141? That's fine. Yeah, man. Uh, well, shit, Havoc, uh, I'm just pre-warning you now. Uh, Bohemian Chat City now has a radio show. Okay. Uh, in Burleson. All right. Tuesdays at six p.m. I don't know what your work schedule looks like. Uh, I'm usually off on those days. On Tuesdays? on Tuesdays, yeah. Fuck. Get ready because not only you're going to be a guest on Gassed Up. The radio show is called Gassed Up with Bohemian Chat City. Okay. Uh, with Joko Community Radio. Uh, hey, I I use I I did podcasts with them also. Joko, oh no shit. Joko, yeah. Hell yeah. In person, it it was in person. Um, over Babe's Chickens up there. Yeah, yeah. they've moved from there. Okay, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah that that's it's still I, on Renfro. It's across 174 on Renfro though. Okay. on the other side by the CCs. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I would love to get you on the radio show too. Hey, and, uh, be on it. you know, cause at least that one's live. So we can't fuck up on that one. Nah. True. <laughs> we're still nervous. Our first, our first, uh, radio show is Tuesday Okay. and we're like Tuesday at six. So we're fucking prime time. Right. You know? And, uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous because at least here, if we fuck up, it can be edited. It can be edited time. out, but, you know, a nice little cut and fade. Yeah. I got, I got faith in you guys. You, you know, y'all y'all are good. Y'all are good guys that um, you know you, you keep it going. So yeah, and we're hoping. Yeah, we're but uh, running with it, man. We I appreciate you so much for coming in. Hey, I appreciate y'all co- uh, uh, me coming out. You know, so I mean, uh, last time I was supposed to came out, I, I was under the weather. You know, well, I see you're feeling better. Oh yeah, yeah I feel better. Yeah, I, I feel really good. Did you get the vid? Do what? Did you get the vid? No. It's not a thing anymore. You notice that? <laughs> it's back to the flu now. Yeah, the flu. Yeah, the, the flu's flu. a mean man. Yeah, I th- I think it was just um, um, just a weather change. Yeah, that's what it was. I think I only get sick like maybe twice a year. Hell yeah. And um, it's it's either it's either um when the weather changes from hot to really cold really fast, mm-hmm. or from hot to cold or whatever. You know, there's like a thirty degree difference. I, I know the feeling. I know yeah. the feeling. I think all of us in that in this room are that, yeah. that yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As soon as that temperature drops or changes in any bit, uh-huh. that big jump oh, is game over. Yeah. All right. So let let's end on this. Toe to toe. Who do you got prediction on in the squared circle? Who wins, COVID or influenza? <laughs> flu. I'm taking the flu. Ah, uh, COVID has. Put a lot of people down. Yeah, a lot of people down. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really hear too much about the influ influenza, or so. But but I'm I'm gonna go with COVID. You can go COVID. Yeah. See, I'm going flu too. Me too. Because yeah. flu's been around longer. Yeah, you, you gotta know, go with flu. It's it's got more experience. Flu's been around longer, but COVID killed quotations. 
COVID killed a lot of people during you a heard it two first. year. You heard it <laughs> first, people. The government killed people. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd who have thunk it? I mean, we have yeah. a military. They, yeah. they, they uh, what they the year or whatever that they was around, they they took out a lot of people. You know. Hey, I think I might take COVID now. <laughs> I mean, he's he's calling it. You got. Well, come. you remember when we had Ebola or yeah. Ebola or whatever yeah. was yeah, Ebola? But, but that was like Swine back flu? in. Like eighteen back in the no 1800s. no remember back I think it was a uh, late nineties early two thousands no right? it was like two thousand ten Ebola Ebola made a quick like three Come month back. three yeah. month yeah. visit and then just disappeared yeah. or or what I love uh, you remember the Zika virus with the mosquitoes yeah, yeah. motherfuckers yeah. freaked the fuck out when they saw yeah. mosquitoes for a good three months oh I was <laughs> I'm not gonna lie yeah like yeah I'm killing mosquitoes left and right swine flu that shit you remember the anthrax scare. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I remember, funny story. I was in eighth grade when that happened, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so everybody was on high alert with anthrax. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a guy in our school uh, had the sleeve of powdered donuts. Oh, and he dropped the extra powder on the step, <laughs> and they shut the whole fucking school down. Oh, like, we were God. on lockdown in our, in our classrooms. Yeah. And had, like, the CDC come out and test it. Mm-hmm. Like, we were stuck in the school until the shit went through. Like, calling parents and shit. And this was before cell phones were, like, a big thing. Oh, my God. So, they were calling work and home yeah, and everything. You're talking about embarrassed. Our our school officials were so embarrassed when the CDC was like, yeah, this is fucking powdered sugar. <laughs> I do have statistics on flu versus COVID. Oh, no shit. See, this is why we hired him. All right. Right? He goes the extra mile. Who wins? So, it's definitely COVID. Um, Boom. Oh, shit. For... 2019 to 2020 for the flu deaths were 22,000. COVID 2020 was 385,000. Damn. What website? Uh, Is that the CDC good, website. Good RX. Good oh, RX. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's reputable. Yeah. 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 Reputable enough. All right. So COVID takes. But see, COVID. And, and see, that's not a fair fight because COVID's only been around since 2020 or 2020. Yeah. 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 Uh, and flu's been around forever, so you can't go off total numbers. So. Well, 2018, 2019 flu was 34,000. So they're still not even close. It's, All right. Uh, yeah, I would I would say average flu has probably killed more altogether. Overall, yeah. yeah. All right, so COVID wins. We'll give it to COVID. Uh, all right, uh, this is uh, going to uh, switch over cameras for me. Thank you, sir. Um, this is that part of the episode, guys. Uh you know, and it's just another thing to plug. Yeah. Uh, fucking, you know what? Go back to the stack view because I feel like people should be able to see Marshall while we talk about this. Uh, well, thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, definitely check out the fucking social medias, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, come on now, YouTube. We've also started a Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, even though I don't see us ever posting on Twitter, but... <laughs> It's there if you want to talk to us on it. We'll, if you we'll get the notification. We'll talk back. But If you want to go subscribe to all of those platforms, please do it. Bro, we need to hit them with the actual... Fu- we have a link now that will literally... It's one link you put in, and uh, it will take you to all of our links. It's our business It's our business card, our digital business card, basically, is what it is. I'll throw that up. Yeah, but... Uh, so, yeah, check out the YouTube. Uh, if you're a first-time listener of Brohemian Chat City, uh, we post every Thursday. Uh, you get content like this, uh, even content that you probably don't want to. Oh, God. Yes. No, oh. he wants to arm no, us. Yeah, he wants to- <laughs> Come on, big dog. 
You scared? Somebody's scared. I guarantee wow. you he's not fucking scared. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I'm ready for this. All right. You ready? Go. Oh, he's playing with you. I know he is. He's playing with you. He's, he's not even trying. He's straight face. I'm putting everything into this. <laughs> <laughs> He was falling off the chair, but he wasn't even trying. That's the sad thing. He was just letting you tire yourself out. I I was. I was like, this man just wrestled last night, too. I know. So his body's not even 100% right now. And he was still like, nah, bro. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we can go back to what you were doing. uh, Just just to plug, guys, if, if an hour and a half is not enough content for you a week, uh, tune in to Joko Community Radio. We will have the link up in the description as well. Uh, gassed up with Bohemian Chatsy live Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Uh, we're going to talk about some hard-hitting topics of the world. Like, I, I'm not going to give you any. You just got to listen. Yeah. But uh, you're going to get, it's not a serious pod, or almost a podcast. Ooh. It's not a serious radio show per se, but we will talk about some serious topics and just kind of give some comedic relief as well as some life experiences with it. Again, that's Gassed Up with Bohemian Chat City live on Joko Community Radio Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Uh, you got anything else for the people? Um, No, you pretty much said it all. Shit. All right, Havoc, man, I appreciate you coming back. Oh, uh, it's always a pleasure. Yes, sir. We look forward to the next time. Uh, what we'll do, if you'll give Marshall your links to, you know, I know Havoc has, uh, you have your own Facebook page as well as uh, if you'll get us the flyer to your next show, okay. we'll post it as well. That way, if, if you're in the, I'm assuming it's at Pecan Gap again. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you live in the Pecan Gap area or you just, you're looking for something to do on a Saturday night that's cheap, fucking awesome fun. Cause I, I think tickets probably 10 bucks to yeah. get in. Yeah. You're, you're not going to find any, any fun like that for cheaper. Uh, we'll, we'll put the flyer up. That way you guys can go check out, uh, Havoc in ring, which is fucking entertaining as shit. So, uh, always entertaining. Yeah. Be sure to check that out. But, uh, Havoc, you got anything else for the people? No, just thank y'all for listening. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Marshall, I fucking love you, bro. Fucking love you too, brother. All right. We're out later. Bohemian Chat City is a Half-Life Media production. Producers on this podcast are Marshall Stepp and Clint Ashworth.